The following presentation was recorded at the Buddhist Society of Victoria, Malvern East, Australia. Please visit our website at bsv.net.au. So the lights are on and I'm told we are on air. So <laughs> we can start. Um, welcome, good night, or, or good evening, <laughs> not good night yet, hopefully, <laughs> later down the track, yes, but good evening um, to all the people who are here. It's very nice to see quite a few of you turn up in person, but I'm sure there is also a few people online um, joining us to sit quietly together, to get a few instructions in the beginning, and then also to have an opportunity to ask uh, questions in the end. I'll see how long the instructions are, usually 10-15 minutes, and then we sit for about 30 minutes, 45 minutes. We also see how that goes, and then we have a bit of time um, to answer your questions, if there is any. But very often, when the meditation really works, and everyone is happy, or just so groggy that they just want to go home and not ask any questions, then sometimes um, it can be very quiet, which, uh, which is great, because that is really the aim of what we are doing here, to quieten things down, to experience some peace, some calm, and to a be able to let go. Letting go is always one of those big things that people ask about. How do I let go? And letting go is, is not something we do. When we try to do it, then it doesn't actually work. <laughs> letting go is something that happens when the right causes have been put in place. When we feel comfortable enough, safe enough, happy enough, contented enough, that we don't actually want to do things. We don't need to do things. We don't need to control. We don't need to be anyone, anything. And then things start to quieten down, start to cease, start to kind of vanish. And then the letting go happens. So I just had one little kind of um, phrase that I used on Sunday when I was talking about friendship that really kind of stuck with me and uh, that I wanted to read out again, which describes this. It uh, appears in the Buddhist suttas, in the discourses of the Buddha, um, quite a lot when you try to look it up. But um, the sutta that we were looking up was about developing the path and what is important when we are developing the path. And it said for all the eight path factors, it said that they rely on seclusion. They rely on being aloof, being away, being separated from the things. And that's what we do in meditation. We separate ourselves voluntarily. We move away. We don't give attention to the things that usually are happening in our day-to-day -day life. We don't entertain the thoughts that might be arriving. They will pop up, which is very normal in meditation because we've been thinking all day. And we, unless we are very, very practiced, <laughs> we can't just sit down and put the thoughts down, let the thoughts go, and that's it. And we are happy ever after. So um, we have to seclude ourselves. We have to rely on pulling back going inwards. Then the next one is it relay, relies on fading away. So if we are able to do that, if we are able to make sure that we don't feed those things, that's when they become weaker and weaker and weaker. It's like when we seclude ourselves, when we move away from things, when we don't allow ourselves to be pulled into them, then they start to fade. They start to fade in the background. And then cessation can happen. And then the last word which is used here, and I really like it how it's um, stated. So when we have uh, and we rely on seclusion, 
rely on fading away, rely on cessation, then that is what ripens in letting go. That is what matures in letting go. So those words make it very clear that there is a process and that we put in the causes into that process and that a certain result happens. But we can't force the result to happen because if we try to do that, we're actually interfering <laughs> with this plant which is growing here, which is ripening here, which is maturing here. So that was one thing that I kind of wanted to carry over from um, the weekend I spent here, from the talk on, on Sunday. The other thing I usually like to do is to use the theme, to use the topic that was raised and kind of take it into the meditation, take it into more stillness, take it into um, just sitting with a certain idea, sitting with a certain concept and to really let it seep into our heart. Or maybe in another way to recognize that it is already there and to use skillful means to um, resonate with what friendship actually means. And once we start to resonate with it, it can kind of fill our whole mind, it can fill our whole being. And because this is a wholesome concept, it is a good concept that is useful for meditation, it will actually support the process that I was um, just describing. It will help us um, with secluding ourselves, with having things fade away, with having things cease, and with being able to let go. One other thing which I wanted to incorporate, um, I really um, um, like it and I'm really happy when we have these um, sessions together that I also have a bit of interaction with the people. So during the meditation day, people would come up to me and would share their experiences, but would also ask some questions, which give me a bit of material to think about and which give me a bit of um, um, incentive to use uh, my mind in a way that I can teach something which is hopefully um, relevant. And the request tonight was that I teach about meta-meditation and how meta-meditation works. So what I will try to do is to combine <laughs> meta-meditation and this concept of friendship. Now, with meta-meditation, we are not kind of watching our breath or we are not watching or just hanging out with our body, but we take phrases and we kind of focus our minds on those phrases. But it's not about just thinking about those phrases. The important thing that we are trying to achieve is what those phrases are about, where those phrases are trying to point our mind. And some phrases might work very well for some people. Other, other phrases might not work so well. So I've um, gathered a few phrases about friendship that I will be offering during the meditation. And I encourage you to just kind of feel into those phrases. Feel into what they mean to you, what they um, bring up in your heart, what resonates. And that is what we are actually after. This feeling of resonating with what this concept now here of friendship actually means, how it feels and what the results are from feeling it. So I hope that is a bit of instruction for you to know what's coming. So now is the time to make yourselves comfortable. 
so that we can um, start the meditation together. So I'm assuming that most of you have meditated before and are more or less familiar with this process. And to be able to disconnect, to seclude ourselves, to move away from the busyness of the world, from the busyness of the senses, we close our eyes. If that's uncomfortable for you, it's okay to leave them a little bit open and just gently gaze in front of you. And if at any stage during the meditation it's a bit too much, for whatever reason, please feel free to open your eyes and look around and get a bit grounded that way. But when we close our eyes, we automatically turn inwards. Our senses usually tell us what's happening outside in the world. But for meditation, we don't really need to know. We're in a safe place. And we can allow the attention to go inward. We kind of pull back. And as we all came here with our bodies, and they are now seated on a chair or on the floor. We want to make sure that our bodies are at ease. We want to make sure that we are friendly towards our bodies. As if we are able to do so, that's when they allow to be at peace. That's when they can truly rest. And now is actually the time to see if they need our attention. There is any part which is maybe not quite in the right place. Or 
just feels a bit uneasy, feels a bit tense. Let's see if we can just be with those areas. Without trying to change them. Basically, just being kind to them, caring for them. And if we relate to our body in a friendly way, how we would relate to a good friend, then it will relax. Then it will feel at ease. It will be able to rest and then we will be able to just let it slip away, fade away. and move into the background. And now I will be inviting you to think of someone that is really close, a person who is near and dear to you. This can be a family member, Or it can be a partner, it can be a mentor, it can also just be an inspiring person out there that you don't really know, but that you just have a really, really good feeling towards.
And of course, not to forget, it could also be a pet. It could also be an animal. See if you can find someone where it is really easy to have goodwill and care towards. Where it's just like when you bring that being up in your mind, that friendly feelings or friendly thoughts just arise and flow very naturally. And to make it as real as possible, to make it as visceral, visceral as possible, so you can feel it. Try to picture that person or that animal in your mind's eye. Maybe in their favorite spot. With a little bit of a smile on their face. And then See if you can resonate with some of the phrases I'm going to offer. Imagine that you are saying these phrases to that being. And that you are really meaning them. I see you. You matter to me. I deeply care about you. You belong. See if you can feel the energy which is contained in those phrases traveling to that being, reaching that being. So that it feels seen, heard, cared for, has a feeling of belonging, 
and of mattering. You might also say to them words along the line. It's okay. I am here. You are not alone. I am by your side. We are in this together. See how you can express your friendship towards that being.
friendship means when that other being is in trouble, that you are there for them. That you stand with them. That you want to protect them. And to make them feel safe. Generating those feelings towards them and giving it to them as a gift. And seeing them receive it. And feel it. Opening your own heart and letting this expression of friendship flow to theirs. When you lose the connection to that person or being, try to rekindle it 
Try to see if you can feel as you were in the presence of this being. This good friend that you can trust. And that you deeply care about. And now I invite you to turn the whole thing around. And to open your own heart and to be on the receiving end. being in the presence of this close, trustworthy and good friend. and feeling their care. Their support. And their goodwill. Allowing it to touch your heart. to fill your whole being feeling understood 
seen. Protected and supported. Allowing yourself to be filled with those beautiful feelings of connection. Belonging of being cared for. And if this is something which is working and evoking feelings of friendship in your heart, I encourage you to carry on sharing. These thoughts, these feelings with your best friend and receiving those feelings of friendship in return and just hanging out together. You'd rather invite the breath and hang out with the breath for the rest of the meditation, please feel free to do that as well. I'll be quiet now for the rest of the meditation. And come back towards the end again, when we get close to the end. Enjoy the rest of your meditation.
And as we are slowly approaching the other end of the meditation, now is a good time to reflect and to see what has worked or what might not have worked. Are you able to generate feelings of friendship towards that other being and receive them yourself? And how did it affect your body and your mind? I will be ringing the gong three times for you to slowly make your way out of meditation. Thank you. We are getting the microphone ready for people who want to ask questions here. And we might also have some questions online. Maybe before we start with uh, the questions, I just kind of realized for myself how we have to learn to adapt and learn to feel what is right in the moment. I have written down these phrases for me, which I felt are expressing what friendship means. And then I was sitting and, you know, opening my eyes and reading them out. <laughs> and it somehow just didn't gel. <laughs> I realized, well, if I'm offering some phrases for you to use in your meditation to really get into. If I can't get into it myself, <laughs> it doesn't really help, doesn't it? So maybe you kind of saw as well that I drifted in a different direction, kind of midway, because I really wanted to connect with generating these feelings within my own heart and that way kind of sharing my perspective with you and to kind of invite you to do that. So when we do metta meditation, 
it's important to understand that these phrases or these um, instructions are there for you to use, but you really have to find what resonates for you, what brings what that feeling actually means up in your own heart. <laughs> and I realized when I was doing this here, it's like, it's not working. <laughs> I better change chords. So I hope that you were able to get a bit of uh, feeling and get into the groove because it's something that we are creating mentally for ourselves in our minds to see that other being, to really feel that we're in the presence of that other being and to share those feelings. But feelings can't be put in words, can't they? We can just give you some words that point in the direction. And then we can feel what friendship means for us. And I think when we're feeling it in our own heart, the feelings we have will be quite similar. But how we actually get there um, might be quite different for different people. And also one other thing with metta meditation, very often people say, I don't feel anything. <laughs> and that is quite normal because you have to, as I was trying to feel my way, find my way, what actually works tonight. It's something that you develop for yourself. And then you hopefully find some phrases or find some images that help you generate um, that feeling. And then you can start reusing them. Because I was a bit of an experiment for me tonight. <laughs> it might have been a bit of an experiment for you as well. But um, I'm happy to hear how it went, if someone wants to share. That's really what meditation is, is about, isn't it? Adjusting to whatever arises in the moment. Okay, we have some questions online or? Um, yeah, thank you, Bhante. Uh, we do have a couple of questions from the online people. Yes. Um, Bhante, can you speak about experiencing multiple powerful feelings at the same time? Oh. I started with feeling strong meta for my dog, yes. Thunder, my meta buddy. I then felt strong meta with compassion as I offered Thunder love and care for his aging body and injured rear leg. Then strong grief added to meta and compassion as I realized how much I valued him. Yes. It looks like they're still typing out the question. All oh, right. Wow. <laughs> that's uh, yeah. Yes. No, but that that's that's true. I mean, relationships um, that I was talking about are very kind of complicated. <laughs> they have so many facets to them. And what we're trying to do in a meditation is to not really get lost in too many of those. So um, to try and stay with the care, with the friendliness towards that being and just see what actually really brings that into your mind. Because if, if you jump too much, and that's a little bit what happened to me, you know, I had all these ideas, what it actually means in different areas, but then you can't really focus in onto this one feeling that you're trying to generate from different perspectives. So try to yeah, bring, bring your mind back to, to one thing, to either um, feel you know, the friendship, the care, or to feel the compassion. But if, if too much comes up, 
then uh, then it can scatter the mind, and then it it doesn't it doesn't settle, it doesn't focus, it doesn't become calm. And that's what happened for me in the beginning. <laughs> so I was like, okay, hang on, I have to switch here somehow to kind of gather it. So I guess the experience was maybe quite similar for that person. I hope that helps. Sometimes we also go back and forth. So if there is any questions or comments in the room here, please feel free to come to the microphone and, and ask. Because I don't want to leave the people out. <laughs> We're just doing the online ones. All good here? Okay, yes, please. What uh, else do we have? Thank you, Pante. We just have one more at the moment. Um, yes. Uh, namaste. Uh, what is meant by neutral feelings? And what is the effect of neutral feelings on the mind? Hmm. Well, neutral feelings usually means that they're neither pleasant or unpleasant. So it's actually very, very difficult to be aware of neutral feelings because they don't um, demand any response or they don't really grab our attention. They, I'm always looking at you because the question come from, comes from online, but actually the camera is there, isn't it? <laughs> yes, so the neutral feelings usually would feel to uh, would lead to indifference or boredom or not noticing and the positive feelings they would usually attract us and feel to uh, lead to um, wanting more and the unpleasant feelings are usually the ones that we want to get rid of we want to push away we don't want to have um, in our lives, in our hearts. So the um, neutral feelings are really the, the ones that you're usually not aware of, unless your mind um, is very, you're very mindful, you're very um, clear, and you can actually see, you know, the movement of the mind going through those different stages and being at the neutral feelings at times, where Nothing much is happening, really. Okay. Um, thank you, Vante. Uh, we don't have any more questions right. at the moment. Ah, yes, please. Thank you, Vante, for um, incorporating um, Meta into sure. the uh, friendship. Yes. And I find that it was really helpful, okay, like what you said, um, in terms of like um, saying to your friend that you are here mm. and you are not alone mm. and we're in it together. So I find that really helpful and um, it, 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 I've learned something tonight. So thank you very much. <laughs> That's wonderful. I've just realized that I had so many things written down, <laughs> which all mean something to me. But if there is too many, then it can take the focus away. Mm. Uh, thank you for that feedback. Okay, wonderful. I'm actually also quite happy to wrap up because we have um, a kind offer to drive us back to our monastery tonight. So it will be a bit of a drive for the driver, not just there, but then back home as well. So we are happy that we don't get there too late. Bhante Mudito is here with me as well. And uh, Venable Aranavihari has just returned from um, Western Australia. So all the five monks who live at Newbury Buddhist Monastery will spend the night at the monastery tonight. And uh, all the huts will be full again. So it will be nice to have a full community and uh, to hang out with my monastic friends. And please, yes, also if you have an opportunity to come and see the monastery, if you haven't done that before, you're all welcome. So that we don't just come and visit you here, <laughs> that you actually visit us as well and see where we live and how it feels and what we do over there. 
So thanks a lot for coming out tonight and for sitting together and uh, developing and cultivating feelings of friendship in our meditation.